Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are Rusty and Heather Bryant and excited to be with you for another week and excited to just chat about marriage and life and how we can all get better at those things. Everybody. Everybody, including us, right? Yep. We preach to ourselves and that's what makes this a real and a fun podcast. So first of all, Speaking of a real and fun podcast, thank you all so much for listening. We have had a lot of fun since we started season two. I think it was back in October, and our podcast has just really um, grown a lot. Our listeners, and um, and we are so thankful for each one of you that tune in every week. Uh, I know we say this a lot, and I don't think people really understand why on podcasts people ask for ratings and reviews and for people to follow them. And it's not so uh, we can pat ourselves on the back and say, oh, listen. I mean, it is nice. It's very Mm -hmm. nice to receive compliments and um, people encouragement because it encourages us to continue doing what we're doing. But um, we also have come to find out that it, it really does help to get our podcast um, in front of more people. And so, you know, if you appreciate our podcast and appreciate um, listen, being able to listen to us and, and you want to do something to help us, like that is a really easy thing that you can do is yeah. to just make sure whatever platform you're listening to this on that you follow or subscribe or whatever they use to make sure that you get notified every week when it comes out. Uh, but also the ratings, so... I mean, obviously, we love those five-star mm-hmm. ratings and uh, or a review. And we read all of them, and they are very encouraging to us. And we, we don't do this very often, if ever. Some people, some podcasts, they start by reading a review um, from the week. And we've never done that, and I'm not going to get in the habit of that. But I just, I think sometimes... When people hear us talking about it, they're like, well, I don't really, you know, what, what would I say? And, mm-hmm. you know, you can say whatever, and it doesn't have to be anything long. But uh, we had one this week that was just really encouraging to us. So I thought I would read it real quick. Read it. Or do you want to read it? Sure. You want to read it? Okay. Sure. There you go. Ooh. Oh, no, you don't have your glasses <laughs> on. Come on. Okay, I can do it. All right. I love listening to Heather and Rusty. Although I may not be in a marriage crisis at this moment, it has given me words that are tools to keep our marriage growing in a healthy way. I love the Home Alone episode when they discussed that Kevin was aware of the bad guy's plans, the devil, and started preparing his house and started defending his home before they even got to the door. That's what this podcast has given me, preparedness, and I just love their genuineness. There you go. See, and if you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, it was during Christmas when we were doing the the four Christmas movies. That was the one on Home Alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so 
Yeah, so thanks for that review. Um, and we get, I mean, there's been a lot of really good reviews, but I just, I like that one because it was somebody that just, they weren't in a in a crisis mode or anything. Mm-hmm. They just listen because it's they get good advice um, when they listen. So, yep. Uh, so that would be my encouragement if you want to help us and just to say thank you to us. A great way to do that is to just hit hit the rating button. Um, give us a give us a rating on your podcast platform and leave a review if you can. Um, another thing, share this with other people. Uh, and that's another thing that we've heard through our survey that we've mm-hmm. been doing. If you haven't filled out the survey, that would be a massive help to us. You can find that by going through back through any of our Facebook posts because um, we try not to just post that a whole lot because mm-hmm. Facebook, Facebook doesn't like it. Facebook doesn't <laughs> like when you're trying to promote something that you are asking for help. So, um, and we were asking for people to help us by filling out this, this, uh, this survey. So just go back through Facebook and we may post it again, but um, we're going to do a drawing here probably at the end of this week and we'll give it to the end of the month. And uh, we've gotten some great responses. Mm-hmm. We have so many new topics and ideas yeah. for podcast episodes. It's going to be great. So thank you for helping with that. And if you haven't done it, do that so you can enter into the um, into the uh, drawing that we're going to have. Okay, enough of that. Gosh, sorry. That was a lot of we just a lot uh, of housekeeping. We just talk. What do, <laughs> I mean, we should start a podcast because we just talk all the time. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, you talk all the time. Yeah, you know, I think that's why I like this so much, because I actually get to talk, mm-hmm. because in real and, life, I and, don't. And your I'm like, wife's just, I'm just over here nodding in mm-hmm, agreement. See there? Gives me a <laughs> chance just to be in charge of the conversation. <laughs> all right, so here is week three. This is the third part of our series about healthy habits and how mm-hmm. to have... Um, uh, what are the healthy habits of a marriage? And we talked the, we've been going through Luke two fifty two, mm-hmm. and it says Jesus grew in wisdom, and stature, and favor with God, and favor with man. And so, uh, we talked about growing in wisdom in our marriage. We talked about growing physically and how to do that and encourage each other in our marriage. And today, the all important how to grow in favor with God. So our spiritual life, yeah. and um. We're going to talk about how that can relate to our marriage and how we can grow together spiritually. And I think the thing that people need to understand is how important spiritual intimacy is for all of the other areas of your marriage. Because if you're growing together spiritually, then it increases your physical intimacy, it increases your emotional intimacy, mm-hmm. and it's just, uh, it's kind of the catalyst sure. of it all. Yep, um, I agree with that for sure. And on our survey, there were a lot of people that said they wanted to learn more about growing together mm-hmm. spiritually. Mm-hmm. So today, that's the topic that yeah. we're going to hit. We're going to yep. talk about uh, how you can do that together in your marriage. Um, so, very first thing, it's funny how... We've been talking about these things that you're supposed to be, that we're wanting to teach and help you to grow together. But before you can do it together. It always starts with you. It does. Mm -hmm. It always starts with you. And so that's kind of the first thing that we want to talk about is just how it's, it's, uh, it's your job. That's right. To grow spiritually um, yourself. Mm -hmm. And then you use the overflow. Mm -hmm. 
to grow together with your spouse. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that exactly? What does that mean to you? Well, the first thing I heard you say, you being in charge of you, I always think of the thing that goes right with that. You're not in charge of your spouse. You're not in charge of your spouse's spiritual growth. Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, being the spiritual head of the family and what that looks like, but you are responsible for your relationship with the Lord. And as you grow in your relationship with the Lord individually, and then of course, what we, the desire would be for your spouse to grow individually as well. And as you do that, it is a very natural thing for you to grow spiritually um, together. Yeah, I think that um, people sometimes they want to fix their spouse in this area. Or um, I know that we all want to encourage our spouse mm-hmm. in this area, but so much of this is on it's on you, you know. Right. Um, and you know, I think sometimes when people are listening to this, you know, we've got people that aren't just right here. And we, we live in Mississippi, for those of you who, who don't know that. Um, but there's people all over the world mm-hmm. that, that listen to this podcast. And they there may be people that are like, well, I don't even know what that means. Right. Like, what does that mean to grow spiritually, like, individually? So what would you say would be some things just to give some encouragement that are just real easy and some specific ways that... You know, if somebody today just said, you know, I, I I know who I know who God is. I want to have a relationship with Jesus, or maybe I do. It's just I don't. It's not very personal. So, where do you start? Yeah. Well, you know, I think that so many times we think about a re- relationship with the Lord, and you have to do this and do this and do this and do this, almost like a checklist. Um, but it's just so much more than that. So, you know, I can give you ways that, um, ways that you can, um, things that you can put into place to draw, um, closer to the Lord, because scripture tells us that, um, that he will draw close to us if we draw close to him. And so I know that of course, reading the word, that is the most important thing. Um, and then not only that, but maybe, because so many people are like, I just don't understand it. But there's so much out there um, that can help you understand what you're reading. Um, and so, you know, getting into the Word. Yeah, let me jump in right there, too, mm-hmm. because I do think, I think that reading Scripture can be intimidating for sure. some people. because It's intimidating for me still. <laughs> sure, and, and because sure. people don't know, where do you start? Right. Where do you, you know, what do I read? And, you know, that was such a long time ago. Does it still apply? All that. And you mentioned that there's just tons of resources out there, but there's reading plans. Mm -hmm. And if you just need to know, instead of like, oh, let me just open up my Bible and, you know, stick my Mm -hmm. finger on a page and that's what God needs to share with me that day. You know, I mean, be intentional about it because it's just easier to get in a habit that way. Mm -hmm. And there's tons of reading plans. And one of the ones that I think is probably... Uh, I guess one of the least intimidating ones, you can find the story plan. Mm-hmm. And basically what it does is you read through the major stories of the Bible. So each day it gives you 
um, a different story. It's your story. And I'm going to tell you what, if you, you will be amazed when you read story and you go, whoa, Mm -hmm. I didn't even, like, I didn't know that that was a thing. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's as, and it's, and it's at, for those of you who like to read and read fiction story, it's not fiction. These are real stories, but we get caught up in fiction stories, you know, and we can't put it down. You'll find yourself in those situations a lot of times with real stories in the Bible where you can't put it down. Right. right. So, um, yeah. so yeah, I just and wanted to mention sure, that. Sure, and, you know, specifically the Bible app. I mean, that's just a great—you can pick plans off of that mm-hmm. um, that are amazing. Of course, our church has— um, plans, but they're but they're not just for our church. Um, there's you know story plan, the chronological plan, the read it through in one year, read it through mm-hmm. in two years. Lots of different plans. But if you get the Bible app, there's so many plans, like even based on certain things that you're trying to um, learn more about mm-hmm. or that you need growth in. So yep. Yep. that's a um, that's an amazing resource for sure. Um, so getting in the Word. Um, I am a a big believer in memorizing scripture. Um, I just feel like I know scripture tells us that what comes in um, um, comes out. And so it's important what we're putting in our minds and putting in our um, in front of our eyes and, and in our ears. And so memorizing scripture so that you grow in knowledge of him through that because it says um, the word scripture says the word planted in you can save you Mm. and not just one time like salvation, but I'm talking like um, um, saving you from, from circumstances or trials or things that you're going through. It saves you from yourself. So Mm -hmm. memorizing scripture is a big one for me. Yeah. And you know, for me, um, a big one for me is prayer and just your conversation daily talking with God. And again, it's another thing that people get intimidated about, but God doesn't want you to be intimidated about talking to him. He just wants a conversation and people think they have to use these big words and they have to find, you know, where can I do this? And I've got to set aside time. No, it's just literally it is being in constant communication uh, with God. And, of course, right. I have a place, and I've mentioned this before, but when I run in the morning, it's 30 minutes, and I'm outside in on trails in the woods, and that's just the time that I spend talking to God. And we uh, we pray, and I, or I pray, and I talk to Him about everything. And so, um, yeah, so that's these are just a few things that we just want to encourage you to focus on first on your own mm-hmm. spiritual life and right. when you can begin to grow to grow closer to God then your marriage can start growing together in that area too and that's not to say that you can't encourage each other to grow separately but I remember uh, we used to have a little thing up above our sink that said a woman's heart should be close so close to God that a man should have to seek him to find her and that's kind of how it should be in marriage. Like you, sh- we should both be growing close to God, so that in order to kind of keep up, we got to both be that's we got to right. be go- both be looking after uh, you know ser- seeking and searching after God, um, so that we can stay together in that area. Um, but I did want to just kind of shift to okay, well, 
yes, we can work on that. And this doesn't mean that, all right, we got to get our spiritual lives perfect before we can start kind of uh, growing together spiritually. That's that's not it at all. You, you're on a journey together. Sure. And you continue that journey for your entire life that you're married together. But uh, we want to give some really practical things, though, that you can do as a couple um, because that's what we want to focus on, Luke 2.52, but we want to focus on it growing um, as a couple. So uh, here, here are some, I mean, you're in a, if you're in a spot wherever you are on the spiritual spectrum of life, but if you want to grow in favor with God together, these are some really practical things you can do. First one is go to church together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I, I like to sometimes say, that's not hard. Go to church. It, sometimes it is hard. Sure. There's little kids involved a lot of times. There's COVID involved a lot of times. There's all kinds of things that are, are put in our path and put in the way of getting to church. But going to church together as a couple and as a family um, is one of the most powerful things to grow your relationship with the Lord separately and together. And so... Um, you know, that, that first step of just don't make it an option. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you're at home and you're available to go to church, go and spend time in corporate worship mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Um, you'll grow closer together and you'll be, you'll be thankful that you, that you took that step. Sure. It's just a reminder of how big God is and how small we are. And I think that we don't, when we don't show up for that, and remember um, his goodness and remember his grace and his mercy and remember how powerful and sovereign that he is, that we get into our own little worlds of being, um, trying to be God ourselves and mm-hmm. thinking that we make a better God than he does. And it's just a sweet reminder of um, that he's in charge and that he loves us. Well, when you do that together, too, it also gives you an opportunity to talk about some, some sure. things because you heard it together. Right. Um, whether it's a, a song, you know, that was mm-hmm. sung or a, or a sermon that was preached or something that somebody said, you know, you have an opportunity throughout the week to talk about that. And a lot of times when you're growing your spiritual life separately, um, which we encourage that, of course, that's what we're just we're talking about. And you don't you're not always you know, you can talk about those things and talk about things that you learn, but you may be learning different things. But when you go to church together, there's just some continuity and something that you can talk about together. So, Mm -hmm. um, well, and you can, you know, you said you learn different things. You you can hear the same message and and learn learn different different things. things. That's right. And that's, you know, oh, did you get that? Oh, let me hear Mm -hmm. what you heard from that. Yeah. So, and kind of going right along with that, though, is not just worshiping or going to church together, but also finding a way to serve together. And it doesn't necessarily have to be serving at your church, although that is a great starting mm-hmm. point. Because if you're like, well, I don't really know what that means. Where can we be used to get together? Uh, just raise your hand, mm-hmm. ask, <laughs> ask somebody at church. They will find somewhere mm-hmm. for you to serve together. But it doesn't have to be just that. Like... Uh, you and I doing this together, mm-hmm. we're serving God. We are serving the kingdom um, by sharing things that we learned in our marriage crisis with 
I mean, literally the world or whoever wants to listen. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this brings us spiritual intimacy together because Mm -hmm. we get a chance to just, you know, once a week talk and talk to an audience, but it's, but it's serving and it's doing something together. Um, And there's lots of things that people can do to serve together. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, and you know, you're talking about go to church together, but I also see the huge importance of being that example for your family. Like I think husband's saying we're going to church this week. It's such an example to um, his wife, but then also children, um, you know, changing the, the path that they are on as well and setting, um, setting an example Mm -hmm. for them that could last a a lifetime for them. Yeah. Um, and another thing that I think that we can do together as a couple is praying for each other mm-hmm. and also praying with each other. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that sometimes when you talk about growing together as a couple, it feels a little bit, you know, check off the box. Mm-hmm. And you you mentioned that, you know, just the whole, um, you know, even growing spiritually by yourself, you, it feels a lot of times like you're checking off a box. You can, you know, we feel that way sometimes too when you talk about spiritual intimacy together. You think, oh, well, we're going to sit down and, and do a Bible study together. And, you know, the, here it is the beginning of the year. You may sit down and say you're going to do that. And, you know, two weeks later, it's like, oh, well, we forgot. And then you just kind of stop. And and it's not, it, it doesn't have to be that. Right. Like, there, those are, there's some su- sweet times and sweet seasons where that's a great thing. And, mm-hmm. I mean, for those of you that do it all the time, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, we know people in our church community mm-hmm. that have weekly um you know, worship times mm-hmm. as a family, that is incredible. And when our children were little and we weren't all over the place, right. uh, we did that um, a little more intentionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but even with your spouse, like, you know, there may be a certain time of the day before you go to bed at night or, you know, before you leave in the morning, but it's more than that. It's just, hey, when well, you know, when your spouse says something and it just kind of connects and triggers a thought of, hey, let's pray about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think really, though, even more important than that is just making sure that you're praying for each other. Sure. And, you know, you're, you, may ha- you may have a spouse that is not really interested in praying together. Mm-hmm. The best thing you can do for them is pray to pray for them. For them. Absolutely. And, you know, that's something that I do way more often um, than you do. It is nothing for me to say, hey, can you can you pray for me about this? And, you know, used to it be like, sure. And I mean, no, like right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want you to pray for me specifically about this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's always a sweet thing to know that I can say to you, I I want you to pray for me about this specifically because you're the only other person that knows this mm-hmm. or um, the only person I want to know this, um, that I'm struggling with this or hurting because of this or, you know, and it's just so it opens opportunities for you to share things with your spouse by then saying, can you pray for me about that? Yeah. Kind of the last, um, I guess, point, and, and then we'll talk real quick about um, just kind of leading out in this area and things like that, but that'll be anyway, here's what, here's the last thing is, um, that it's just your spiritual life together is daily. 
It's just making Jesus a part of everyday decisions, mm-hmm. everyday conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, this one's the most important one. Sure. Um, because things can get very legalistic and check off the box and, you know, but if you're just if you're just living for Jesus in your marriage every day and when decisions need to be made and you talk through those decisions with your spouse but you talk through them in a way where you're making sure that God is the one that's, that's guiding right. your decisions mm-hmm. and how can we honor God in this yeah mm-hmm. and you know conversations with your children and you know just bringing it back to you know when you're when your children have trouble at school and there's somebody that's really annoying them or bothering them and you're able to just turn it around and say hey well you know think about maybe what they've been going through how can you minister to that to Mm -hmm. that uh, friend or whoever you know there's just ways to just incorporate your spiritual life and just a focus on God in everyday conversation in everyday life yeah um, and that's it. I mean, the, the the main part about being having spiritual intimacy together and growing in favor with God is just keeping God at the center of your marriage. Mm-hmm. And you, and you may say, well, how do we do that? Well, we just told you some of the mm-hmm. some of the easy and just great steps right. to get started. And in the decisions that we're making and the things that we say, are we honoring God with our marriage? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, this is one that we'll probably do more podcasts on on subjects like this throughout. You know, we're just trying to jumpstart. 2022 with some ideas to get you started and growing in favor with God. Uh, But I know there's people out there that are just thinking, you know, who is supposed, you know, who's leading out in this area, who's supposed to, and, and we believe that the husband is supposed to be um, the spiritual leader of the home. Now, you know, there's a lot that, that goes into that. That's a whole nother discussion, but we believe that the husband should lead in that area mm-hmm. and that the, the wife comes alongside as an encouragement and as a help. And if you want some detail on that, we actually did two podcasts back. I think it was probably last March or April. Um, but we did the husband who leads well. Mm-hmm. And then there was one uh, the one right after it was about the wife's role. Um, and so I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. But at the same time, you know, there might be some people out here that are just saying, well, my spouse is not interested in any of this. Like, what do you, what do we say to that, to that couple where one or the other is saying, okay, those are all, that's all great, but my spouse doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, my spouse mm-hmm. is not any, it doesn't, doesn't want to have anything to do with any of this. Doesn't care sure. about spiritual, spiritual intimacy for themselves or mm-hmm. for us together. Mm-hmm. So just kind of in wrapping that up, what can we say to encourage that person? Well, I mean, that's a hard spot um, to be in, and my heart, you know, hurts for people that are in that spot. But honestly, that's where a lot of couples are. Um and I don't want them to feel alone um, in that. But but making sure that you are focusing on your relationship with the Lord um, is, you know, most important. And that you are praying like a crazy person for your spouse, for God to break them, for God to um, make himself known um, to them. And then, you know, if your spouse, if you're the, the, uh, woman in the relationship and your husband is not leading well or could care less about leading well, you take on that role Mm -hmm. and lead your children well. Um, Take them to church. Even if your husband doesn't go, you just be that um, 
the godly woman that God has called you to be, even if you're in that alone. Yeah. And I think that a lot of, um, there's a lot of people that probably listen to the podcast that fall into this category that they, they, they listen and they go, man, all that sounds really good. And I would love to have spiritual intimacy with my, with my spouse, but they just, they just don't care. And, um, you know, there's, we, like Heather said, our heart goes out for you because we know that that's a tough place to be in. Um, but at the same time, you, whichever one of the spouses, whichever one is listening to this saying, my spouse doesn't care, you now have the chance to be the hands and feet of Jesus That's to right. that person. And um, and so, you know, that would be our encouragement to you is when you wake up each day and you think to yourself, I want to, ha- I want to be spiritually intimate with my spouse. Wh- how, what is the best way for me to get to this point, to that point? Well, it only can start with you being Jesus to that person. That's right. And so, you know, as you're growing yourself, like we talked about at the very beginning, you're also asking yourself all throughout the day, what what could I do to show Jesus to my spouse? Mm-hmm. How can I be the loving spouse mm-hmm. that my spouse needs so that they'll see that this is a part of our life that we need to, Jesus needs to be at the center of our, of our marriage. So, um, you know, we, uh, we, we did this particular episode because it's a part of Luke 252 and we just, we know that there is so much more to this. And I know that we'll come back and and hit some of that because people have asked for it. Um, and especially the, you know, how does the hut, you know, what can the husband do? The husband that feels inadequate, which Mm -hmm. what husband does not feel inadequate? I mean, all yep. of us. And me. so women, we're telling you, they feel inadequate. Yes, so it's yes. our job to encourage them and any little thing that mm-hmm, they do, mm-hmm. encourage them and thank them and um and see it. Just yeah. help them don't to be nag, seen. Don't That's nag. Right. I mean there's but there's so much more to that. And like I said, we have addressed this before, but we want to come back and revisit it at some point. But we just wanted to get you sort of jump started here in the new year. Just Start thinking, like today, what can you and your spouse do to be more connected spiritually and to make sure that Christ is the center of your home? And when He is and when He's the center of both of your lives, I'm telling you, all of the rest of the intimacy parts just start getting better and better. They all improve. And so, um, so yeah, today... Uh, Make that your goal as we're still starting 2022. We're getting deeper and deeper into it, but we are, we're still, Still, we're still there, still there. Still month one, month one. That's right, that's right. (laughs) Hey, thank you all for listening and we'll look forward to being back with you next week. We'll wrap up this particular uh, series where we'll talk about favor with man and how that relates to you and your marriage. So uh, until next week, you guys have a great week. We'll see you next time. See you next time.